Hello and welcome to the 45th episode of the False Start Podcast. My name is Kayla Hamill and joining us today is our co-host, Justin Ramos. How you doing? It's raining again. It you th- is. You would think that in Southern California we'd be done with the rain by now. Well, I, I prefer to think of it as rain for philosophical reasons, but we're going to skip over that because stick to sports it's on like, this podcast. Yeah. Um, breaking news. Oh, really? Literally breaking news just came across on my Apple Watch that I oh, forgot yeah. to turn off before the start of this podcast. Yeah, that's got it too. Um, former Jaguars head coach Gus Bradley has agreed to become the Chargers defensive coordinator, solidifying the Anthony Lynn Gus Bradley ticket. First announced on the False Start podcast. Probably not first announced on this podcast, but I'd like to think that we were ahead of the curve and we got one right. Although they were supposed to go coach a different team, but I forgot what team we assigned them to at this point. I didn't assign them to anyone. You did. We got them all wrong anyway. (laughs) No, not yet. 49ers still have not made their choice. I can get Kyle Shanahan right. It is Kyle Shanahan. Oh, is it? It is. Uh, Josh McDaniels. Has withdrawn from. Oh, sure. But Kyle Shanahan could be like, nah. He said yes. Okay. Yeah, he said yes. They just can't announce it officially because he technically still works for a team that's eligible in the playoffs and might continue to be eligible in the Super Bowl. But we will get to our conference picks in a little bit. Um, so some news went around this week. Um, so have you seen those Facebook Live commercials? Where they're telling people how to use Facebook Are they on TV? Yeah. Then no. Okay. Well, you should uh, get out of the movie theater every once in a while and watch some TV. I don't watch TV. Even when I'm near a TV, I'm watching the internet. Uh, Well... You should and watch I don't some, have, f- some football games. They have commercials in those. If you've, I if usually you've like, I usually like ignore those. <laughs> like even I, even the internet I watch, I have no ads. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't see any commercials. That yeah, that is helpful because they yeah. show you the same ad over and over. Yeah. Um, but Facebook Live did have a commercial about people at sporting events taking videos of their reactions to events that happen on the field. Right. I think Antonio Brown might have taken that commercial a little bit too seriously. Um. This oh, is, of course, old news. This. Yeah, uh, not not too much, um, but just a little bit to know that we are paying attention to things that are going around. Uh, recorded the Steelers' locker room victory speech given by Mike Tomlin and other players. Yeah, it essentially, wasn't... Mike Tomlin was saying to keep a low profile on social media. Right, he wasn't paying attention to the speech that he was in. Right, he was too busy recording it. Um, so it was about 15 minutes long. It was out on Facebook Live for quite a while, but I think the video was eventually taken down. Um, the biggest part of that video, and I I choose when at all possible not to swear on the show uh, to keep it kid-friendly, but uh, I'm just going to say verbatim what, what Mike Tomlin said, and he could have said things that were a lot worse a he lot said, worse. In a yeah, football, he said in a he said something about someone's derriere, and, <laughs> and there may have been a circumference of an, a thing involved. Yeah, yeah, like what you get when you take a nail out of a piece of wood or a wall. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Essentially, Mike Tomlin called the Patriots a bunch of assholes. So, as a Patriots fan, I just want to put it out there: I am totally okay with this. 
Yeah, the no, whole no league, one cares. The whole league thinks that team is full of assholes. And they are. And the fans. And they are. So, and the, especially the fans. <laughs> Except for the couple of them. Yeah. Um, and, and we are. Yeah. I mean, when, no, you, you, have, you, when you have yeah. 16, 17 years of winning seasons, I mean, it, it gets to you. It, you know, it, it It's allows, almost like no one remembers the four decades beforehand right. of, of mediocrity. Right. Yeah. That's true. It allows me to say things like, oh, when are we going to get to January? This is boring in October. Yeah. So taking a lot of that for granted, making the playoffs and being as successful. So I, I understood that part of it. Um he did apologize later on. I Mike really Tomlin wish he would have. apologized. Oh, yeah. I wish my, I, Antonio Brown should have apologized. Yes. But I don't think Mike Tomlin should have apologized. I don't think my, he really said anything that bad. Which is why I don't think he should have apologized. He goes, I said what I said, and that was supposed to be between me and the players, right. and I said what I said. Right. You think the Roonies got involved? Because the Roonies are very buttoned up. They are. The Roonies, is, it's, it's one of the classiest organizations in 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 sports is the right. Rooney family right so yeah they may have i'm not sure yeah i think so i think they um i think they might have went hey wink wink nudge nudge can you can you go out there and just say Apologize. that it's not gonna be a distraction and we can yeah. all move on um which is great because we don't want any distractions before um, major games, you know. Right. It's just we only want them during the game when the headsets don't work. Yeah. Yeah. Or afterwards, when we when we question how how did some uh, some O uh, two go missing from that uh, oval shaped football pigskin? I will say this: since Deflategate has happened. Yes, there have been more fumbles by the Patriots than it have than happened before. Yeah. Okay. Sure. <laughs> I don't know. That's. I, I don't know what to say to that. I don't. Yeah. I don't know how to argue against or for or it's okay. whatever. But anyway. all, all we care about is it's going to be a good game. Yes. Fingers crossed. It's going to be a good game. It's going to be a competitive game. I think it will be. I think it will be too. I think it's going to be up there with. Both of these championship games we'll get into later. Yeah, are great games. Right. Um, so a little bit more news. This coming on the NFC side, uh, there's a flu going around the Green Bay Packers. Um, it hit notable players like Jordy Nelson, who already has broken ribs, and I can't imagine what it feels like to have broken ribs and the flu. That's gonna be awful. Um, Aaron Rodgers got it. Uh, Mason Crosby, the kicker that made those two. 50 plus yard field goals to win that game in Dallas. He's got it. So there was, there's a flu going around in Green Bay. I'm wondering how much impact that's going to have on the game or are they all going to be pumped full of steroids that they're not going to be able to feel their own fingers anyway? Um, it's hard to tell, but that is something that has been reported. Um, a reporter even asked Aaron Rodgers about it, kind of saying that. Hey, Aaron, uh, I don't want to compare this game to the Jordan flu game. And then Rogers said, then don't. And that was the end of the question. Yeah. So uh, if Aaron Rodgers does win an NFC championship game with the flu, with no receivers to speak of because they're all otherwise injured and then have the flu on top of it, he's going to be some kind of superhuman. Well, he already is. He He already pretty much is. I mean, he already went through that win streak with with one leg right yeah so he's already up there with superhuman yeah um but uh 
that kind of sucks for for Green Bay, who's already hit by injuries and now they're hit by illnesses. That's not fun. Um, speaking of injuries, Julio Jones is still nursing a toe injury that Ouch. he's had throughout yeah. the season. Um, he's been limited in certain practices, but he um, will be full participation for Sunday. I'm sure he's going to be out there. Hopefully, he can play a hundred percent. But even a seventy percent Julio Jones is better than most most receivers in the league. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most of the receivers on Green Bay right now. Right. Um, and other news: the Oakland Raiders filed for relocation to Las Vegas officially on Thursday, January nineteenth, which was the fifteenth year anniversary of what everybody else that watches football calls the tuck rule game, but everyone in New England just calls the snow game or that one game that started Dynasty. So um, that's an extra punch in the gut, I think, if you're a Raiders fan. On the 15th anniversary of the tuck rule game, your team hadn't made the playoffs for that many years, 14 years. Now you're back in the playoffs and your team's going to move to Las Vegas. Um, That's very sad. Um, news, but as we've talked about before, putting a team in Las Vegas seems to be really fun. Oh yeah, I, really I, look for, I look forward to that so much. Yeah, yeah, and I think it's a, just another great destination for that city. It's going to get a hockey team, a professional hockey team. Yeah, they they're that new. I think it's the Honda, like a Honda Stadium or Hyundai Stadium, one of those for the hockey team. Yeah, that's going to be pretty cool. But I think. We may be a little biased because we are in Southern California. Vegas is only like four hours away, five right. hours away. So it's easier for us to get to. But it makes so much sense It's for a team to be in Vegas. You have all the attractions there. You can make a three-day weekend out of going to that game if you're going to go. Right. Like People from all over the country can be like, hey, the Raiders are playing here. They're playing my team in Vegas. Let's make a three-day vacation out of this. Yeah. That's yeah. really cool. I think yeah. that's really fun. It adds another level of, of people coming into the city. It, uh, even people that would avoid gambling, that oh, would yeah. go to Las Vegas yeah. for the game and then go spend money elsewhere and contribute Yeah, because there's, there's a lot of things economy. to do in Vegas, yeah. Right. And eventually, if they, when they build, do build the stadium, the Super Bowl there will be... Amazing. Amazing. The Super Bowl week will be unparalleled to any other Super Bowl week we've ever had. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really looking forward to that, actually. I, I am sad for the Oakland area. Uh, does this mean that the Warriors are the only team left in Oakland? Because the 49ers are technically are in, in Santa, Santa Clara. Yeah. They and I ho- can't think I, of... I, I don't think they have a hockey team. I can't be too sure, though. I think, yeah, San Jose has one, but that's... It's up north a little bit more. Yeah. Or south, whatever. Technically south, north from us. Yeah, north from us. But, um, yeah, that'd be the only professional team in the Oakland area. Well, the the Giants are are in San Francisco. Oh, yeah, I guess they they are in San Francisco proper. Yeah. So, okay, the Giants do count, and they are a very good organization. A winning organization. People do have something to, to watch. Uh, so just watch baseball, guys. It's like football, only longer. And worse. <laughs> You're so mean. Uh, the international series, the London games, the two dates have been announced for the games that take place in London itself. 
uh, those two games are the Ravens at the Jaguars. That will be week three. Or Jags. September 24th. Yeah. Um, yes, the London Jaguars. And the Saints at the Dolphins will play the following week, week four. Or Dolphins. The 1st of October. Did we know if there's going to be any uh, Mexico games this year, this coming year? Not that I read. Okay. I read four games in in England. Okay. Two at Twickenham Stadium and two at Wembley. Wembley, okay. Um... Adrian Peterson spoke to the press about his contract situation recently. He mentioned three teams that he wouldn't mind going to if he can't reach a deal with the Vikings. Those three teams are the New York Giants, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers, and the Houston Texans. I was Houston, wondering, Houston makes sense. What? Okay, so you would pick Houston as the well, best place he's from, for him? He's from that area. He is from that area, but I yeah. think Lamar Miller has been doing a good job for them. Right, but then if you if you take into consideration that he's probably thinking they got an elite defense, they 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 may have a quarterback, they may pick up Tony Romo. Right, and that's what I think. Yeah, so he he's like they have a shot. Tampa Bay, they already have Doug Martin. Right. So wait, no, isn't he going into rehab? Oh, that's right. Yeah. I forgot about that. So Tampa Bay is an opening. I personally think the Giants are the best part best place for him to land i think the only missing piece if you look at running game? pure talent is a running back yeah on yeah. a pure talent level they have to obviously put it oh, all yeah, together they have a second they have a secondary they have a defense they have a quarterback they do can, have some free agents yeah they have if they if they can give him a stable running game then they can they can keep the pressure off of eli and you know you you're a big threat to Dallas. It's it's a big market too in New York. He he he'd probably love that. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe so. That's a good one. But I think Houston might be a good one because it's going back home to Texas. That's true. Where he's reaching the end of his career. It, that would be nice. You don't yeah. pay taxes in Texas. You don't pay taxes in Income Texas. Tax. Houston's, Houston's an no okay town, thing. from what I hear. Yeah. So I think any of these three teams would obviously benefit. From Adrian Peterson, although I say obviously he he didn't have the best season. Yes, he was injured, but when he was out on the field, he wasn't very effective. Even before Minnesota's offensive line got all banged up, right? So, well, he was injured in what, like the second game? Uh, second or third? Third maybe? game? Maybe it was yeah. the second. I'm not sure. It was early, very early. It was that he missed early. the whole season, basically. So, yeah. Um. I hope that he gets what he's looking for. Um, speaking of people that are looking for a change of scenery. Uh, Johnny Manziel has announced that he is signing autographs in the city of Houston during the Super Bowl. And then he also stated that he wants to return to the NFL and that he is now sober and wants to put 2016 behind him. Um, These statements were made on Twitter saying that he is a different person now and that he wants another shot in the NFL. He wants to play in some preseason games and have people look at his talents and his abilities and join another NFL franchise. Um, do you think it's possible for Johnny Manziel to get a second chance in this league? Uh, no, and I do take his word that he's fine, that he's sober, because I'm giving, giving him the benefit of the doubt. Right. I just don't think he's, talent-wise, a good enough quarterback to be a quarterback in the league. You don't think he can be like a Drew Brees type? No, I don't. I don't think he has the the accuracy, the the arm strength, or the 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 intellect to take control of an offense and lead them down the field. 
Right. And when I, when I say intellect, I don't mean he's stupid. I mean football intellect. Okay, from reading defenses. Exactly. Um, Drew Brees, is, yeah, Drew Brees is, is a genius on the football field. Keeping people in line. Right, yeah. yeah. I, nothing to shame against his actual intellect. Right. But I mean his football IQ. Right. Yeah. I don't think he has those necessary things to do anything in the league. I, I see him as an RG3 type where he's just going to get injured. He's he's not going to win games. Yeah, he he is a run around type. He is he runs around too much. He doesn't slide. He when he, I don't think he can be a quarterback in the league. Yeah, um, I would like him to get a second chance. It's weird how there's thirty two professional teams in the NFL, and we can't find quarterbacks for all thirty two of them that are. All good. Yeah, at least good. Right? Because I was going to be a team so with a bad QB. It's so difficult to find a quarterback. Yeah. Um, and the Browns went through, what, 12 or one this <laughs> I year? I think seven, but yeah. Okay, seven <laughs> is probably a more accurate number. Right. It just, it was a lot. It was a lot. They went through everybody. They right. had to call in extra extras. Right. And you're talking about the one team that would probably wouldn't touch Johnny Manziel with a 10-foot pole would, would be Cleveland. Again, yeah. But, um... I think it would be very interesting for him to get another chance. Maybe, maybe Houston. in San Francisco. Maybe, maybe Houston. in Houston. Yeah. Maybe in Jacksonville. Um, I don't. How about this? I I don't think he should get a starting job. Maybe for the Jets. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know what they're gonna do. Yeah, it's gonna be interesting. We're not talking about the draft just yet, uh, but I did see some interesting predictions about where. Deshaun Watson is going to go. He should do his best to not get drafted first overall. Oh, well, I saw um, Mel Kuyper's draft prediction came out having Deshaun Watson land with the Bills with the 10th overall pick. 10th, I like that. So uh, we will get into that much later. Um, Deshaun Watson obviously being the quarterback of Clemson, who just won the national championship in case college football is not in your repartee. Um, two more pieces of news before we go into the conference championships. Ravens linebacker Zach Orr, who was the Ravens' leading tackler this year, announced his retirement at age 24 because of a spinal formation that puts him at an increased risk for paralysis or even death. Um, he had a neck stinger in week 16 I believe and he had some x-rays taken and they found out that his spine did not form correctly um, when he was growing up and that he is at this increased risk um, if he got hit in the neck or spine area so he becomes the 13th player since 2015 to retire at age 25 or younger uh, do you think the NFL is running into a talent problem with all these young players retiring? Yes and no. I mean, this one is a little bit different than the ones that retired because of concussion. That is true. Concussion worries. This was because of something that was just ha- that happened to only him. Genetically, yeah. Gen- it was a ge- it's a genetics issue. Um, I do know there's worry that parents are not putting their kids in football. And peewees in high school and stuff like that, because like of Bo Jackson. exactly because of worries to their health, right? And that might 
um, get rid of some future talent for college and the pros. Right. But I do think I think there's just enough people that are going to be going into these things anyways. There's so much in the population that there's going to be there's going to be bound to be enough people. Yeah, I think so. I don't think we're hitting that that moment just yet where it's quote unquote too dangerous to play the game. Right. I think we are at possibly the most informed we've ever been. Sure. And and technology and technology's gotten better to where we can now detect that um, the guy's issue, issue with his spine. I already forgot right, his name. Right, the ex, the so, ex Zach Orr. Yeah, they we we were able to find that. Right. In past, we may not have. Right. So it is. I just find it very interesting that we have thirteen players since twenty fifteen to to retire at age twenty four or younger, and maybe retire isn't the right word maybe putting the word retire on it makes it just seem so final and over um it's people who have decided that the risks don't outweigh that the that the risks outweigh the The rewards right um and you know there's a lot of money in football there's a lot of money in football there is but not for everybody that's true. If you play at these different positions like linebacker, you're not making the type of money especially, that yeah. corners, receivers, quarterbacks get. Yeah, especially if you're not a starting linebacker. Like if you're like the third string guy. Right. You might not be you might be only making the hundreds and thousands instead yeah. of the millions. <laughs> right. Which um, is a big difference over time because that's pretty much all you're doing for a good portion of your life is playing football. Right. Yeah, that's that's true. Uh, okay, last bit of news because it ties right into where we're going to end up. Uh, Falcons offensive coordinator Kyle Shanahan has accepted the position of 49ers head coach, although it cannot be official uh, because the Falcons are still in playoff contention and maybe even a Super Bowl contender. And... There is not much to say other than congratulations, I guess, to Kyle Shanahan. I hope he can focus on what's in front of him instead of the 49ers down the road. I think I picked him. Didn't I pick him for the for the Niners? I mean, that thing behind you. I think I picked him. If I get one right, I'd be so happy. <laughs> I did. 49ers, Kyle, KS, Kyle Shanahan. Good for you. Good yeah, call. Called that one right. That's the only one we got right. See, I picked Josh McDaniels, and we were we were neck and neck there for a little bit, but Josh McDaniels decided to stay in New England. Right. So my whole Jimmy Garoppolo theory has gone out the window. I don't know where he's going to end up now. With the Niners. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to yeah. call that right now, too. Um, I heard this great trade rumor, and you probably don't like it at all. Um, trading up to... The 49ers have the number two overall pick. Right. Do you think that Jimmy Garoppolo and the Patriots' first-round draft choice, which is now somewhere between 28 and 32, would be enough to go up to the 49ers' number two position in the draft? What would you grab? I don't what, know. What would you want? I don't know. I'm just I'm just throwing it out there. Bill Simmons brought it up on his podcast, so I thought I found it interesting. Would you get rid of Jimmy Garoppolo and a first round pick to the Niners 
for their second overall pick. If you can gra- draft Watson as Brady's replacement. That would be interesting. Um, Trubisky is also on the board from Oregon. He's a quarterback. Miles Garrett is yeah, uh, not really that a many pass qu- rusher. New England doesn't yeah. have a pass rusher right well, not now. Not anymore because they trade them all away. But Cleveland does have the number one pick, and most people think that Miles Garrett will go number one. Um, maybe you draft a. Maybe you draft a lineman. Possibly, Belichick though, loves linemen. Even though there are not many really good linemen this year. Yeah. Offensive linemen. So we'll get into the draft later on after all the confetti has fallen in Houston. But Brady doesn't move up in the draft board. He yeah, he that's true. Belichick he, moves down. Yeah, Belichick I mean, so, acquires. Yeah, Bel- yeah picks. Belichick would never move up. Would never move up in the draft board. He right. would rather take eighteen picks and have no first three. Yeah, dra- yeah. more competition. Yeah. Co- uh, according to Belichick, competition um, creates success. Breeds success. Yeah. 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 Um, but we will get into that a little bit later. So there are only two games on this weekend. Both are on Sunday. One is on Fox. One is on CBS. America's most watched network, apparently. I don't know. I don't watch CBS that much. The first game is the Green Bay Packers going to the Georgia Dome for the last time in history yeah, to take for, on the Atlanta Falcons. Um, these two quarterbacks are on fire. Matt Ryan and Aaron Rodgers are... Throwing it all over the field, just having fun, um, balling out and leading their team down, not making mistakes. Uh, Aaron Rodgers did have one interception in Dallas where the guy wasn't even on the screen, and then all of a sudden he intercepted the ball. I saw that. I was like, "Where? Where? What?" I saw, yeah. I've never seen that. That was weird. I've never seen Rodgers even throw something like that where it was even in this crazy realm of being being intercepted. Uh, and Matt Ryan just picked apart the Seahawks defense, a defense that's known for wrecking shop in the playoffs. Yes, yeah. they are different without Earl Thomas, but they just made them look clumsy and confused. Richard Sherman was having a bad day. Bad, yeah, he, he was being day. exploited. Yeah. Um, there were many reasons why the Seahawks lost that game. Some had to do with the offensive line, who someone went down early in that game. The backup came in. The backup stepped on Russell Wilson's shoe. He went backwards for a safety. And then it was all downhill from there for the Seahawks. Uh, But the best thing I saw in that game was Matt Ryan pulled the offense to the side, huddle everyone up, and say, it's getting chippy out there. The Seahawks tend to do this when they're down. They They get emotional, and they want you to fight back. Don't fight back. Essentially, he said, do your job. Go out there, execute your routes, be where you need to be, and don't let your emotions get heightened in this situation. And that was like the first time I saw Matt Ryan kind of be this leader in a way. I haven't watched that much Falcons football. But I found that really cool because Russell Wilson was doing that on the other side of the field. Right. And we've seen Russell Wilson. And Russell Wilson's been doing that for years. And I haven't seen that out of Matt Ryan. Right. And he's most likely the MVP winner this year. And I think, and it's so hard to say because Aaron Rodgers can pull rabbits out of hats that 
it, it's unbelievable to watch Aaron Rodgers right now. Well, he's the. This is just my opinion. I know you, me, and you differ on this. He's the talent-wise, he's probably the greatest quarterback we've ever seen on a talent level because he has right. He has such he's his football IQ is on is on par. I think with Manning when he's where he's moving around people and he's taking control of the reading defense, reading defense, his putting, pocket presence, receivers yeah. where they need to be. His pocket presence is amazing. Yes, you see him dancing all over that pocket yes. to find that one. And he has the best accuracy on the run in, in football. Yeah. He'll Running throw, to his left or right. Throwing to across yeah. his body. Yeah. It's Hit. the throw they say you should never attempt. Right. And he does it whenever he wants. Flawlessly. Yeah. Yeah. So on the talent level, I think he is t- talent wise, the greatest quarterback we've ever seen. I know he doesn't have the, uh, the amount of rings to, to represent that. Right. But it's, it's football. It's a team sport. And the, the best team doesn't always win. So yeah, tell me about it. Yeah, <laughs> I've been down that road before. So just seeing him work these pa- the end of the season to these playoffs, I've picked against him in every single in every single game. Right, leading up to this one, which I'm still picking up picking against him. <laughs> me too. Yeah. I feel so bad. I'm still picking the Falcons. Yeah, because we've been waiting for a moment all season long because we've always been questioning the Falcons the whole season because they haven't had a statement in game. The whole season, where they prove themselves against teams that that bring it, like when they right. until this moment where they beat Seattle, right? That was because you mo- think it's Denver, and then right. all of a sudden you see Denver kind of fall apart. Yeah, Denver is not who they thought they right. they were. You they played Seattle in Seattle and they lost and they lost. Yeah, they did play Green Bay earlier this year. They won yeah. by one point, but yeah. you could say, but that was during Green Bay's down mishaps, phase. right? Yeah. So you could you could look at the Falcons and go, did they really beat anybody? Right. Are they just beating up on bad teams? Which is the same argument you have with the Patriots. Because when they play the division, right, right. Um, according to Earl Thomas, apparently, if you put the Patriots in the NFC West, they're a different team. Ooh, that'd be fun. Even though the NFC West had losing records all this year, anyway. But um, the Falcons are real. At this point, I would say yes. The Falcons are real. And I think that the Dome is a huge advantage for them where it wasn't for the Cowboys. And you have to do things that the Cowboys failed to do early in the game, which was bring the rush and play man. If you play man against those wide receivers for Aaron Rodgers and make them not get separation, they turn back into the Packers that we saw during their losing streak. Yeah, you have to make the receivers beat 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 you. So, yeah. if you do that and then you just throw it up to Julio Jones or Mohamed Sanu or to Coleman, the Falcons have so many weapons that even yeah. if Julio Jones is not 100%, there are other avenues that they can take. And don't give up on the run. Atlanta has two really good running backs. Use the run to your advantage that Dallas seemed not to do early on in the game. And then by the time they turned to the run game, it was too late. Yeah, I I agree with that for the most part. I think Dallas lost because their defense lost that game for them. Well, yeah. Yeah. When you give up 30 points, it's probably not good. Yeah. When your quarterback quarterback has over 300 yards and your running back has over 100 yards... And your star wide receiver has over 100 yards. They started executing late in the right. game, yes. And 
there should be no if 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 an outside observer looked at that game, all the all the the points point to Dallas should have won that game until their defense gave it away. Right. Yeah. So yeah. So we're both picking Atlanta. Yeah, I'm going with Atlanta. I'm going with this star-studded team. Um, and you know, I gotta see this defense step up. The defense stepped up against Seattle. Yeah, but Seattle doesn't have an overpowering offense. No, it doesn't. Especially, so yeah, if Atlanta can make statements on both sides of the ball, it, it's gonna make me take notice of them as not only a team that will go to the Super Bowl, but a team that could win the Super Bowl. Yeah. Which is not what I thought the Falcons were to start the year. Sure. Well, I don't think anyone thought the Falcons were going to be anywhere near this good. Right. The start of the year. And that'd be great. I mean, if if Kyle Shanahan can take a Super Bowl ring with him to the Niners, who are an organization that was used to so much success and then has kind of been in the basement in the last couple of years, that would that would help boost the morale of the fan base of that organization. Right. Um, moving on to the AFC Championship game. Can you tell I've been putting it off a little bit? <laughs> um, the Pittsburgh Steelers, led by the Killer Bees, uh, Ben Roethlisberger, Antonio Brown, Le'Veon Bell, are going into New England, into Gillette Stadium, to take on the foremost playoff Contenders of Belichick and Brady. They haven't played a playoff game against each other in since thirteen two thousand four. That would be thirteen years. Yeah, that's insane to think about. I know, right? Considering how successful these two teams are. Yeah. In this past deck, during the Ben Roethlisberger and Brady era, right. that they've only played each other in the playoffs once. And if you like look at some of the quarterbacks that they've lost to in years where they would have played each other, like. The Steelers lost to the Tim Tebow-led Broncos, right? That's pretty embarrassing. Yeah. But the Patriots lost to the Mark Sanchez-led Jets, Jets. Jets. Yeah. And the Joe Flacco-led Ravens. Well, I think the Ravens at one point won the Super Bowl with that on that year. One of the years, yes, yeah, they so did. That's not that bad. Yeah. <laughs> so, um, there were times when Destiny was trying to push those teams together, but they never got there. Right. Um, I want to say this off the top. Yeah. I really want you guys to wear your throwback uniforms for this game. That would be awesome. We haven't worn our throwbacks since 2011. Yeah. I want to say I love the red ones, the red home that's the one, uniforms. That's the, yeah, that's the one I'm talking love about. Love them. Because I also, I also, for some reason, really want the Steelers to wear their Bumblebee outfits. Oh, God. Yeah. That game would be ugly. That game would be great. <laughs> Um, there's going to be no weather in this game to speak of. It's probably going to be hovering in the mid thirties. I know I, I've wanted my snow game all year. Never got one. Um, put it on the list for next year. I don't think it would matter against Pittsburgh though. Uh, right. Pittsburgh is used Pittsburgh to playing in the play, cold. Pittsburgh plays in the cold all the time. They right. play in the snow. I just think like aesthetically sure. it would look oh, great. Football and snow is the greatest thing to yeah, watch. I think yeah. it would be awesome. Although Brady kind of got beat up. Playing the Texans he in, did. A, in a he bad got, performance, like they did yeah. not look good. No, I did not think they were going to be six point favorites in this game against right. the Steelers. Although the Steelers' performance in Kansas City Wasn't is indicative right. of the six point spread because they couldn't score a touchdown. Well, it's really hard to score a touchdown against Kansas City and Kansas City. 
Well, the Patriots are quite the same way. The Patriots are the number one team in scoring defense, and they have been pretty much all year. Right. I don't know if the Patriots have allowed a team to score more than 24 points the entire season. Okay. And the Patriots usually score 30 points a game. Sure. So that's where the six-point spread comes from. Um, also, Roethlisberger is 2-8 and eight versus In, the Patriots all-time. Right. 0-3 um, oh at Gillette. And now we know Mike Tomlin likes to complain about the headsets and the weird things that go on at Gillette Stadium. I've heard it all before. Well, he's Trust not me. the only one that's saying these things, though. So he might have a point. Okay, I just think there are some ley lines underneath the stadium that make things go weird. They need okay? to get rid of those ley lines. No. The ley lines are great. Okay? For some reason, New England doesn't want to put the, the telephone poles underground. So that way, when there's a snowstorm, they all fall over. It's great. I don't understand it either. Um, so, this is the most loaded Steelers team we've seen, right? And it's not even them at their full strength. And, However, it got me thinking, yes, this is a great Steelers team. But in 2004, the Steelers had Jerome Bettis and Heinz Ward, right? Oh, yeah. yeah. Not people to sneeze at. They're both both Hall of Famers, or is Heinz Ward not in yet? But where was Ben Roethlisberger at his career's point? He was a rookie. He was a rookie. Yeah. Congratulations. Okay, I'm just saying. Okay, I'm, I know. We Jack Prescotted the guy. Okay, yeah, I'm sorry. Yeah, so now you have Big Ben with two rings under his belt now. Yeah, that's true. You got You have Antonio Brown, who was, who who was stupid in 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 the locker room, but he always balls out. Yeah. And but now he has to ball out. I'm wondering if they're gonna put Malcolm on Antonio, or put Malcolm on the number two, put Logan Ryan on Antonio Brown with a safety. Now here's here's I I, I like that second idea, but that uh, gives you the best chance to win. I haven't mentioned Le'Veon Bell yet. You got to take Le'Veon Bell away. If Le'Veon Bell, in which way? Because both ways, the he Steelers catches and runs the ball. The Steelers haven't used him to catch the ball yet, though. In the playoffs, they didn't use him very much against Kansas City. They oh, only, you got to think that's coming. They, no, no, I know, they, I know that. But who are you gonna? Who's gonna do it? Who's gonna stop him from a running the ball or b? Catching the screens and running up the field, or or doing the wheel routes and going down the field. Who's gonna actually? Who has the ability to stop him? I don't know, man. Someone Ninkovich has got to step up, right? Uh, because this, Long I don't think has to step up. I, I don't, don't think you guys have played a running back like Le'Veon Bell before, other than earlier this year. But then that was Landry Jones. Yeah, that was helm. Landry Jones that offense. Um, but he, we were able to shut down Jay Ajayi twice. Yeah, but J.J. is not as patient as Le'Veon Bell is. That is that's true. Le'Veon Bell is a very skilled running back, a very right. talented running back. Um, if I was Belichick, if I had to choose between ta- taking away Antonio Brown or Le'Veon Bell, I would start with Le'Veon Bell. Yes. Force Ben Roethlisberger to throw the ball. Yes. Put someone in position to knock the ball out. Right. Or intercept it. Yeah. No. Make no. Roethlisberger make bad decisions. Which he's prone to. And that's downfield. Yeah, which he's prone to. He's prone to making those mistakes, but he's also prone to digging them out of those mistakes too. That is true. He's probably you got to have the ball last. Yeah, yeah, that's just like the Falcons. The Falcons have to have the ball last, 
if they want to beat Aaron Rodgers. And the formula to beat Brady is there. They saw it in Houston. They saw it last year in Denver. I know Houston didn't win the game because their offense can't score points. That's true. But if they can get to Brady, he's going to have a bad night. Oh, yeah. Yeah. The the Like you said, the formula to beat the Patriots is, is well advertised at this point. Yeah, everyone um, knows how to beat him. It's just, it's just a pain in the butt to do. Yeah. Yeah. You, you protect the football. You put Brady on the ground. And you run the ball. Yeah. You do those three things, game's over before it even starts. Right, because if you run the ball, Brady can't even be on the field. Right. And then when he is on the field, he's on. you have to send him to the turf. Right. Yeah. Um, that all being said, Bill uh, Belichick does yeah. something to the Steelers that right. just dismantles them. And he's been doing it year after year. Um, you, you've mentioned that the Patriots and Steelers have not met in the playoffs uh in 14 years yeah but they do play each other very often sure. being in the same conference yeah. and winning their division usually um i mean that's pittsburgh's fault most of the time because the Patriots have won their division for the past oh like, sure blame pittsburgh years. we should lose the division so we don't have to play <laughs> the patriots <laughs> hey it's a valid strategy i've seen weirder things um 76ers of football <laughs> so I don't know, man. Belichick just, I, th- I think he really enjoys playing the Steelers. No, yeah, he's a wizard. He is. When and it comes to certain teams, he knows. If if Gronk was an option, no question the Patriots win this game. Right. And I would say by, by 10. I would agree with that. If you had Gronk on your team, but it's... you got a banged up Martellus Bennett. He's you got always a Chris, banged up. I know, right? All season he's been banged up. Every game I always see him like on the ground for five minutes. Right, and you're like, oh, he's out of the game. And then, then he comes back. back. Yeah. I don't understand. Um, Chris Hogan suffered a thigh injury, but he should be ready to go. Danny Amendola, we haven't seen much of him recently. Julian Edelman had a bad first half recovered in the say, second half. Yeah, he yeah he, he made himself up in the second half. We were, we were watching that game, and I was like, where is Edelman? Right. Uh, LeGarrette Blunt didn't play that much against the Texans, but you couldn't run up the middle on that defense anyway. So I ca- sure. now thinking about it, I do understand why Deion Lewis was the featured running back in that game. I expect a lot more LeGarrette Blunt against the Steelers to expose that front and get them to back off a little bit. Right. Um, and Deion Lewis has got to hold on to the football. Those things being said, of course I'm picking the Patriots. I can't, of course, I, I, can't, don't, I yeah. can't pick against them at this point. And either way, with the Packers or the Falcons, I think that's going to be an awesome Super Bowl. Uh, I do think Brady and Rodgers should play in a Super Bowl, uh, just because they're both extremely talented and fun. And and I think that would that's, be yeah. That's what that's what football people want. But I do Brady think Ryan. it's going to be the Falcons. Yeah. I think it's going to be Atlanta versus New England. It's going to be the East Coast Super Bowl. And um, the uniform matchup, I think, is going to be great if that happens. Those colors are going to match up really well. Especially considering it's in Houston. Yeah. That'd be cool. So, but um, I'm, I'd be okay with that. I'm picking the Steelers. They were my preseason pick. I picked them to go to the Super Bowl in the preseason. You did against the Seahawks. Against the Seahawks. Patriots Packers was could, my preseason. It pick, could happen, but you but also I picked the Packers off, to go fifteen and one. I backed off the Packers. <laughs> yeah, just saying. You backed off the Packers, um, but I'm I'm sticking with Pittsburgh. I rolled with Pittsburgh the whole way from the beginning of the season. I'll roll with them the rest of the way. Um, that offense, it's good. It's really good, and they're not even at full strength. Freaking, what's his name? Bryant. Martavis Bryant. Martavis Bryant. Didn't do the weed. Didn't do the weed, and 
he might have a ring. He he had an option to have a ring. Right. He applied for reinstatement. That's great. I don't think they gave it to him. That's even better. <laughs> Would it be okay if the Steelers win this game and go to the Super Bowl? Do you think it's okay if he gets reinstated? Because I'd be pissed if I was Atlanta. You're like, oh, whoa, for whoa, the, whoa, that guy was suspended no, all no, year. No, now no, I have for, to no, prepare the, for him. The, the, I think the year extends to the playoffs. Okay, but he did apply. Yeah, that's know. fine. But I think that's for next year. Yeah, I mean, Alden yeah. Smith also applied. No, I know. There's no way, even if the Steelers do win, that he's he's playing this year. Okay. There's no way. I just no. thought it would be weird. I don't even think Mike Tomlin would let him. <laughs> I don't know. Maybe he would call him a name. Yeah. No, it doesn't happen. But no, or I'm trip pick, him on the sideline. I'm picking Nobody Steelers. Steelers Falcons for my Super Bowl. Okay, that uniform matchup is weird. Can't black, happen. That's why bl- the Patriots it's black and yellow. <laughs> Uh, and the Patriots have to wear white because apparently you have to wear white to win the Super Bowl now. That's a thing that's been happening in the last. Five, oh, and 10 a years. warning to to Julian Edelman: when you're running down the sideline, watch out for Mike Tomlin. Yeah, Mike Tomlin might trip you, or uh, Bud Dupree might take your head off because that's what he's been doing. Recently. Or Porter might fight you. Yeah, yeah, Joey Porter might be on the field for some reason, and he will fight you. <laughs> Uh, it's going to be fun. I'm really looking forward to this Sunday. It's going to make me nervous as all hell, but I think this Sunday is going to be really fun. And I know no one's going to believe me, and especially you're not going to believe me, but whatever the outcome is... Oh, I, I don't ha- believe I you. I think we have a good Super Bowl. <laughs> okay, I, I think you're... I, I know that for Although a fact. Although I think Steelers-Packers, we've already seen it. That's why I'm picking the Falcons. I know. I'm just saying it is an option that's on the table. Oh, yeah. Um... I would like to get a matchup that we haven't seen before. But that's just me. Yeah. All right. Well, I still don't know what I'm going to talk about next week. I know the Pro Bowl is going to happen. Oh, the NFL Honors. The NFL Honors Awards uh, happens. No, that's the day before the Super Bowl. Never mind. I don't know what I'm going to talk about next week. I will find something interesting. Maybe we'll just do two Super Bowl preview shows. We can do that, right? The NFL sure. Network has to do 14 of them to right. fill in the time before the Super Bowl. Yeah. I can do two, right? Two, like, 40-minute shows? Yeah. 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 That'd be great. If you're looking for more False Start Podcast content, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, and SoundCloud. You can also find us on our website, falsestartpodcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at False Start Pod or Facebook at False Start Podcast. You can find me on Twitter at Kayla Hamill. That's K-A-Y-L-A-H-A-M-E-L. You can find Justin on Twitter at J Flippin' Ramos or his podcast, The Last Take Podcast, at Last Take podcast on twitter or lasttakepodcast.podbean.com and i'll let him tell you all about that last take podcast it's a podcast about movies and tv talk about movie and tv show things uh this week we did a review for split the new m night Shyamalan movie plus a top five most anticipated movies of the year um just search on google play itunes all those places for the last take podcast it comes out every friday sounds good go do all the things um a couple weeks ago you had an episode about uh patriots day which i still haven't seen but i will get to okay you haven't seen most of the movies i talk about 
That's true. I've been very busy. There's a thing called the NFL playoffs going on, but I will start watching movies again. Okay? Just after the 6th of February. Perfect time to start watching movies. February. Yeah. I know, right? It's going to be great. Anyway, there are only two seasons in this world. Football season and not football season. Goodbye. Goodbye.